What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, you guys? I'm so excited to be talking with you all today. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about all of the things, but especially about feminine energy and masculine energy and how it shows up for you in your life, the good of both and how they're so beautiful and so powerful and how we can find gratitude for both. And I want to just kind of walk you guys through what my journey has been over the last little while going through my feminine and my masculine, where it shows up the most for me, what I've had to work on, what I've been aware of, what I'm unlearning and what I'm learning. And so if that all speaks to you, then please stay tuned because this episode is just for you, boo-boo. All right, so let's get started. What is feminine energy? What is masculine energy, right? Um, so I want to kind of give you guys a brief description of both to kind of help you guys and walk you guys through. So as you're identifying with this, I don't want you to just think that, oh, when I think of masculine, I'm thinking of just men or like this has to be some sort of a negative. When I'm thinking of feminine, I don't want you to just think of just women or have any negative association with that either. Both are amazing and both serve a purpose and we all have both. We all have both masculine and feminine energy. It's just that some of us are more in our masculine or some of us are more in our feminine. Obviously, as females, we're most likely more in our feminine energy, but we can also be extremely trapped into our masculine energy and we can have a major block with our feminine. And same for men. Men can be so trapped into their feminine and have a major block for them within their masculine. So I want to kind of give you guys a brief description of what they are to help you identify with that. And again, I don't want you to put like any ill or judgment or negativity towards one or the other because they both are amazing and they both serve a purpose. So what your feminine energy, I'm just going to kind of walk over this little description of you. It's soft, it's fluid, it receives, it allows, it nurtures, it's sensual, it's emotional. And feminine energy is extremely receptive and it's very empathetic and it's very flexible. It's always like in flow, right? Like mother nature, just she does what she wants to do, right? She's just in flow of whatever's going to happen. And you know, feminine energy is also very healing and it's very impactful and it's very intuitive. Your, your feminine is the deepest connection within your own intuition. And think about that, like how they always say, mom, Moms always know this mother intuition, mother nature just kind of does what she wants. Well, there's a reason we have these things that have been around for years and years and centuries and centuries is because that's so true for us. And as, as moms, as women, as we use our own intuition and we guide more with our own feminine, we can be way more intuitive. We can use our healing powers and we all have healing powers. If you, whatever your belief system is, you can choose to believe that or not, but it, 
it becomes this powerful part of who we are. And in our feminine, we also are professional collaborators. Women bring connection. Our feminine side brings connection. It wants to collaborate. It wants to help other people be seen. It wants to bring community, right? And that's the biggest part within our feminine is the connection, the community, our intuition. And there's so much power within that. Okay. Um, and then our masculine, our masculine is more of the opposite. So our, our masculine is very focused. It's very goal oriented. It's very stable. It's very strong. It's very structured. It's very logical. It's very driven. Um, and it's, it's more expressed through like physical. So we kind of have more of like a stance. It's more of like a confidence that you can kind of feel from someone. It's, and think about that. I mean, if you guys think about that, like in a masculine, right. When I describe that, you kind of think of, um, Gaston, right. From beauty and the beast. Like he's just like this big, tough guy, but he's like very stuck in his masculine because he has no empathetic side. He can't feel in those emotions. And that's part of the trap that we don't want to get into within our, our masculine energy. And our masculine is very dedicated. It's very logical. It creates action and it's very, you know, um, achievement based. Okay. And our, our masculine has power within that. And our masculine is extremely powerful, but we don't want to be so trapped in one or the other. It's kind of like the yin yang, right? We want to find balance. And I think that's what we're all trying to find in life is balance in some sort, right? And I think we're always all trying to figure out what that may look like for us season to season. And what I have found for me is I really felt like I was like really in my feminine. I'm like, gosh, like I feel like I'm always in flow and I can be super creative. And, you know, I just kind of, I kind of go with that. And I've done a lot of work on my feminine, especially for me, you know, after getting divorced and after leaving corporate and I'll, I'll kind of touch on corporate and our masculine in a little bit. Um, but I really had to work on allowing like my feminine to come in and like allowing her to be seen. And I had to work a lot on what I thought about my feminine as far as being weak, you know? And I think that's one thing that we struggle with as a society is that we often identify with our feminine side as this very weak side, as this like, Oh, too much, you know, uh, it's very emotional. And so we, we are, we want to push away from that. And also on a deeper level than that, as a whole, as a society, we are in our masculine and, you know, part of what's happening right now for us in the world and what I believe is happening as far as with 2020 and COVID and, and, you know, this change that's happening. The biggest thing is that we're, we've had to all kind of surrender. And with that, that's been able to help us get back to slowing down, going back into more of flow, recognizing what connection we need to have, connecting to ourselves. And that is helping us bring the feminine back into a society so we can stop living in our, our masculine as a society, bring our feminine energy up to life and allow us to all work in our feminine so we can bring more connection, we can bring more collaboration. It doesn't have to always be go, 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 go. And so competitive, competitive, competitive. As a society, we are taught to live in our masculine. We're all, we're all very, um, you know, as a society, it's all about like achievements. It's all about what you can accomplish. It's all about pushing your emotions down. Like we don't teach people how to deal with their emotions. We teach you how to set goals. We teach you how to achieve. We teach you how to put your head down and grind and just and work and go, 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 right? Distract, distract, distract. So that's, as a society, we are stuck in our masculine. And that's what you're seeing more happening where more of our feminine is coming out and we're allowing people to start to embrace their emotions and start to understand their emotions. And, you know, emotional intelligence is becoming such a wider and more open conversation that we're having amongst groups of, with small children, adults, within companies, within corporations to helping us understand that, oh, wow, like we have got to have emotional intelligence as a society. And that's ultimately us bringing in our feminine. The other part of our feminine is that, that connection 
connection, that culture within that. And that's what we need more of. So rather than all of us seeing each other as competition, which is how we currently are in America, that's our biggest society right now is our culture is go, 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 compete, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. Right. And so that's what we're trying to bring back into the world. And I say, we, I'm talking about us as a collective, us as those light workers, people who are awakened are trying to help everyone see and recognize that the feminine has so much power. And if we can all collaborate and use our feminine and our masculine together, what we can actually achieve together will be unstoppable. But with, in order for that to happen, we first have to recognize where we are as a whole within yourself. Are you connected to your feminine? Are you connected to your masculine? Are you able to see both and identify both and allow yourself to heal and whatever you need to heal so you can connect more to that? And I don't, I mean, actually this weekend I got asked like, you know, so when, when you're finally healed, like, when do you know, like that you have no more trapped emotions and you have nothing else you have to work on and you're just like healed. And I was like, wow, you know? I don't know that that necessarily ever happens. I think that, I don't necessarily think that we're broken. I don't believe anybody's broken, right? But I believe that you start to, the more you know, the more you don't know, right? So like the more you start to know about yourself, the more you see how you may have like other little wounds or other little things to heal. And then the more that you level up, the more the different little levels of that layer you're going to have to peel through and go through. So I don't think that we're I think we're just always constantly healing. I don't know if there's ever like some end point, right? And to me, that is the destination. The destination is just staying in the journey of continuing to grow and continuing to, to learn what you know. And that's just going to help us all glow and be in flow, right? So kind of giving you guys a little background as far as, you know, our feminine and our masculine, um, what those descriptions are and where we are at as a society and where we're taught to be as a society. I hope that kind of helps you guys recognize a little bit of that, Okay. And I want you guys to recognize that our feminine energy is just, it's so powerful if we can all tap into that and we can utilize that. Especially, like I said, you know, your feminine helps you be intuitive. It gives you guidance. It helps you learn how to receive. It helps you learn how to have support. It helps you learn how to create and be your creative side. And for a lot of women, what I find when they are blocked, I'm extremely blocked within their feminine if they don't allow themselves to have free movement. If you guys have ever been to any of my events, I always have you jump. I always have you dance. I always have you move your hips. I always have you do some little twerk, some little booty move, something, right? And the reason for that, yes, while that's fun and I love that dance movement, for me, it's really to help me see, you know, as who I'm speaking to. How trapped are they right now within their feminine and their own judgment of themselves? And if if you have a really hard time to just to move your hips or just to even have free flow, to be able to just close your eyes and listen to the song and like let your body just flow with the beat and like get in tune with that energy, right? Then you're trapping yourself and you are probably extremely stuck in your masculine. And I invite you right now, think about that. Like, do you feel like you constantly trap yourself from being able to have free movement? Do your hips often hurt? Cause you're not allowing yourself to go into flow. If when, when a song comes on and you want to move, do you let yourself move to it or do you keep yourself trapped? And that's going to be a sign for you to recognize like, oh, I have, I am trapping some of my feminine energy up in here. Okay. And that was a part for me. And that's why I love using that at events. And so I had done so much work on myself as far as to allow that without judgment, to be able to be myself within that. Right. And to like really see my feminine. Um, and over this year, I've actually had to work even deeper on that on such a deeper level of learning how to receive and um, how to feel support and how to understand what my needs are and how to create that safety with that and how to be okay with that. And that's also been one thing that 
all my clients have been really working on and we've been all working on together. And I love that because then, you know, the deeper I can go in something, the deeper my clients can go into something. And so it's been this, this beautiful journey of just kind of understanding what is our feminine and why have we blocked it and, and where does that really come from? And like I said, as a society, that's what we're basically taught is to shove your emotions down, get things done and just accomplish. And what I found is that so many single moms, um, are, are struggling to find their feminine power, are struggling to tap into that, are struggling to be in that because they're in their masculine out of this protection tool that they have to go, 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 go. They have to make sure their kids are safe. They have to make sure they can provide. They're just constantly in this action mode. And so because of that, they are literally blocking themselves from being able to receive support, help, love, guidance. They're blocking themselves from even being able to be in their own intuition of knowing what to do, what not to do, to feel confident in their own abilities, to be able to see outside of a different lens, right? And to be able just to, to be in their feminine, even as a mom, and to, to guide with that and to lead with that. And it's just because we're trapped in that they have to figure out how they can achieve and what they can do and what they can accomplish. And that's normal. And they also put up this protection tool. And this was for me myself, like I did this 1000% out of not understanding like what I really needed and knowing how to create my own safety and what that even looked like and felt like. And, you know, that made me be really trapped in my masculine. And this was something that I dealt with even when I was married is that, um, and I'll, at this point, I'll kind of talk a little bit about how our masculine shows up in corporate. Okay. So for me, I, as many of you may know, if you listened to me before, I worked in corporate for 10 years. I was always in leadership. Um, by the time I left, I had been the, a VP there, vice president for the last four and a half years. And in, in any role in leadership, especially for women, I feel like you often struggle with your feminine and your masculine because it's like you have to get stuff done. You have to have people listen to you. You need to be assertive. You have to be respected um, in a different form, right? And so often what happens is we end up getting really stuck in our masculine and we end up just creating in our masculine. We end up staying in our masculine and it's just a way that we're learning how to survive. And that's ultimately what we're all doing in life is we're just all recognizing how to survive rather than how to thrive. And that's where when you start to really awaken, you start to see like, oh, these habits and these beliefs and you know, the way that I do this was all built out of survival mode. And I no longer want to be in that. I want to unlearn this and I want to go and I want to learn how I can thrive. And I want to learn how I can utilize everything that I've been given so I can learn how to receive, so I can feel supported, so I can feel loved. So I don't have to keep trapping myself from this, right? And so how this looks if you're blocking your feminine um, is that ultimately you're sacrificing yourself. You're sacrificing your truth. You're sacrificing your needs. You're sacrificing who you are um, because you see your feminine as weak. You see it as too vulnerable. And so for me, I was in this masculine state as far as being in corporate for so long because I, I ran stuff. I had to get things done. I was always working with men. I had to be able to communicate with them. And so that made me think differently. It made me be more my logical side. And I was always dealing with numbers and analytics and all this different kind of stuff. And so I was naturally forced to be more in my masculine energy. And that wasn't a bad thing at that time. It helped me to survive in that, right? And it helped me to have success in that. But what that would do for me is I would find success at work. But when I would come home, I didn't know how to be in my feminine. And that made me end up pushing my ex-husband away because I would just demasculate him because I was so, so much in my masculine that... When he would try to show up in his masculine or try to help me or support me, you know, or even just as little as like opening up the door or 
you know, I'll go, I'll, I'll go do this, whatever these little tasks were, I would push it off. And I wanted to try to be so independent instead of receiving help. Cause I felt like if I needed help that I was weak and that's what we often associate needing help with within our feminine. And in reality, we all need help. Nobody can do anything alone. You guys have all heard the saying, it takes a village because it takes a village. Like we all need each other. And that's where when we're in our feminine, we recognize that and we see that and we can collaborate and we bring connection. And that's the power of that. But when we're not, we become very independent. And so kind of going back to where a lot of single moms struggle finding their feminine energy and being trapped in their masculine is because they have to be very independent. And that's what they get seen for. Oh, I love that you can take care of your kids by yourself. I love that you have your own place. I love that, you know, you don't ask men for help or that you're not expecting someone to take care of you. And so if that's all you're getting seen for, that's how you start to recognize yourself for. And so that's how you start to associate with yourself and associate success. I have to be independent. I have to take care of myself. I have to be go, go, go. I can't ask for help. If I ask for help, then I'm weak and nobody's going to see that part of me. And I can't be seen for that, right? But in reality, that's also a part of us that needs to be allowed to be seen is, can you let your ego down so you can ask for help so you can receive support? And being able to receive isn't just for you. It's also for that person who's extending that hand. Like if I'm here trying to help you and I want to give you a gift and I want to, I want to share my time, my energy, my love, my space with you. And you're like, no, 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 I don't need you. I don't need you. Not only are you blocking yourself, but you're also blocking a connection within me. You're also, you're hurting me by not allowing me to show up and to give you this gift of whatever it is that I'm trying to give you. And that gift doesn't have to be necessarily like a monetary gift or monetary gift or like a physical gift, but it's of that time, the energy and space, right? And so when we are always constantly having to be independent and we're constantly focused on achievements and having to do that, that keeps us stuck in our masculine. And for me, I was very achievement based and I still am very achievement based. So I have to structure that very, very, you know, carefully within my feminine, my masculine, because I'm also very competitive. Well, competitive is also in your masculine, right? And so if I'm in that, that's also going to block me from being able to receive other women in my life and be able to connect that because I'm going to be putting a block up for that. I'm going to be in a competition mode with them and I'm going to be trying to one up them or prove them wrong or, you know, whatever that may be. And you guys have all experienced that. Maybe you are currently experiencing that. And if you're a woman who constantly sees other women as competitive or as competition, and it's really hard for you to be able to see the brilliance and the beauty that they, they have within them. I would invite you to start asking yourself, like, are you trapping that because of your own masculine and you're in this constant, I have to be the best out of the survival. And where that comes from is, you know, back in the caveman days, the, the masculine energy was what kept people alive. And so men had to be able to be the survival of the fittest, right? And they had to be the best. So it was a competition. It was a competition though. So you could actually live. Like, otherwise you were going to die if you weren't the best, the fastest, the biggest, the strongest, you were going to get taken advantage of and straight up die. Well, yes, while, while we still have some of the survival of the fittest, it's not the same that it is today where you're not going to come have a tiger come run and attack you or some guy spear you in the back because you're not fast enough, right? But as a society, we haven't broken those codes of that being carried within us, within our genes of, oh, we still have to be like that. And it doesn't have to be like that anymore, okay? And that's why I want to help you guys with is that, this is where we can really break these, these habits and we can help open up and see the beauty of both and see the gift of both. And I, and the reason I'm sharing with you part of where my masculine has showed up and the good and the bad of that. So going back to the corporate, the beauty of my masculine really helped me to succeed. It helped me have extreme success. It helped me be a very achievement based. It helped me be very goal oriented. It helped me figure out how to get from point A to point B, how to get shit done, how to make things happen, how to, you know, get buy-in and how to create buy-in. But I also use my feminine in ways with that 
as far as creating a community and creating collaboration. I was great at creating collaboration and I was great at teamwork and I was great at empathy. And so that really served me with that, right? And that really helped me lead to success. But where that failed me at is I didn't know how to go into my feminine side more at home. And so where I was the provider and um, what I mean by that is just that I was, I made more of the money than he did. That's all, but he worked as well. But that, uh, that made me feel like I had to be independent even more so for whatever reason. And it made me show up more of my masculine because I felt like I was taking care of everybody and everything. And so that also started me blocking other men and seeing men differently from that. And so that's, that was the bad side of that, right? So now I'm learning how to mold both of those and see... And this is where the, this is really cool for me is because I've always been go, 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 go. And I'm really working on being more in my feminine and being able to go into flow and being able to surrender and being able to associate success doesn't have to come with a, enormous amounts of stress and enormous amounts of to-do lists. And that's a masculine side, right? And so, uh, so instead, I'm being able to see that from my feminine and saying like, oh, wow, the more I can slow down, the more I can create. The more I can go into flows, the more I'm going to know. The more that I can just surrender surrender and I can create connection and I can be in tune with myself and I can connect within, within me, the more that I can create from a beautiful place. And that's been a beautiful healing journey for me, but it's also helped me learn how to be open to receive. And I've gone through this healing phase of being open to receive like so many times. And it, it just seems like it's still continuously growing for me. And it's something that I still have to keep working on because that is still a side of me that I can still see as weak if I have to ask for help or if I need um, someone to help support me in some way, then that is where I see the feminine side. And that's as a whole where we see that as weak, right? And so even like in corporate, I wanted to get everything done my way. And so I would be very independent in that because I wanted to make sure that it got done properly. So here's a couple ways that if you're trapped in your masculine as a woman, how this may show up for you um, and how it kind of affects us is that we end up um, becoming really overly busy or so we're constantly in a distraction mode type of thing. Um, we often always want to be like a super mom. So that's where we become like the competitive mom. Okay. So we're trying to be like the best mom consistently and always. So that's where we're using our masculine energy as far as competition to try to be the best rather than just to be in flow and be able to like sit and play with our kids and just be like really nurturing and just be more in tune with their needs rather than Hey, I, you have to dress like this and I want you to play all these sports and you have to get these kind of grades. And so, and you have to play all these, whatever. Right. And so we become, try to be the super mom or we try to be a super wife. So maybe you don't have kids yet, but you want to be the best at something. And so you're more in your masculine. Of, oh, I have to be the best wife. So I'm going to have like the house immaculately clean all the time. I'm going to be OCD about it. I'm going to cook all these meals and I'm just going to try to be so perfect. And I'm just going to, I'm going to stress myself out so much trying to be so perfect and giving my husband everything that he desires and needs. Well, while you may think like, oh, that must be like, you're really in your feminine. Like you're trying to serve your husband. You're actually trapped in your masculine because you're just in a competition trying to be perfect and you're focusing on achievement. Okay. Rather than just being able to be in flow and to know exactly what needs to happen and be like using your intuition to guide you and create your own kind of happiness. Um, if you are a control freak and you love control, you are trapped in your masculine. If you are a micromanager and you have to know every little detail, every, every little thing and you want to oversee and you have a really hard time giving tasks to other people and trusting that you're stuck in your masculine. If you have a really hard time being able to receive, then, and this, what I'm saying, you're stuck in your masculine. I don't want you to feel like, oh, I'm just always in my masculine energy. I'm just saying that you have a trap in that and that you have a block, okay? 
Um, if you struggle to receive help or support, even if it's from your husband or your best friend, like they're like, Hey, how can I help you? How can I support you? Hey, can I take your kids for the night? And you go have a, a night out and you could be like, Oh my God, yes, I need that so bad. I literally want to murder my kids today. I haven't had a break in whatever three weeks and someone could offer, but you would say no because you feel like that's going to make you weak and it's going to make you a bad mom or you can't receive that help. Or if I, if I have you do this for me, that means I have to do 15 things for you in return. And you attach all this uh, attachment and expectation to receiving help. Then you have a block within your masculine. Okay. And so this is where I've been working on and healing. And this is where my clients have been working on and healing. And in my group coaching, they've been working on and healing because a, in order for you to create a business, you have to be able to receive. And in order for you to create a business, you have to be in your feminine. So you can be in flow. So you know who, how to create, right? And otherwise you're not going to be able to create any of that, but you also have to be able to use your masculine to be like, okay, I can't let fear rule me and I have to get shit done. And I have to also want to try to achieve some of this. Okay. And so there's, there's power in both and they both serve its purpose, but it's recognizing where to use what and win. So that's when you find like that balance, that yin yang, and it's going to be a trial and error period. Okay. But it's recognizing like, Oh wow, I have a really hard time receiving in this area. So it, it doesn't have to mean that you're, you have a hard time receiving in all areas of your life. Maybe it's just receiving help with your kids. Maybe it's receiving help with money. Maybe it's receiving help with housework. Maybe it's help receiving help with you at work. Okay. So that's going to be the area when you have to ask yourself like, okay, why, why do I see this as weakness? Why am I associating this with, if I'm not independent in this, that means that I'm attaching myself worth to this in some way, in some form. And so recognizing that can help you start to heal from it. And when we can heal our feminine and our masculine, the way I like to think of this is that for us women that when we're stuck in our masculine and kind of going back to the single mom reference here, and this is the reference that I was in for myself is I didn't recognize that I was putting up this block of being able to receive help and receive nurturing care. Um, and being able to receive just even like, like different kinds of hugs, like honestly, or, and like knowing what my needs were with that. Like, I'm going to have a breakdown. I need someone to still love on me right now. Or I, I need someone to help me. I don't know how to, to, how to do this. I'm, and I, and I think this is true too for moms. Like just because you're a mom doesn't mean that you're always going to know what to do with your kids or like what season your kids need you to be as a mom. And I also think that you can have better seasons of being a mom. What I mean by that is like, like for me personally, like I don't really love newborn babies. Like I think that like what you just sit there and you cuddle with them and that's great. But like, I don't feel like that connection as much. I love more of like the toddler age and like, I love the age of Ella's at. She's six and Harper's three. And, um, but my heart too, like my heart is so much for like ages, like 10 to 15. Like that is where I feel like I was, I'm created to help is, um, I can connect with them so much more and I can help them and I can teach them. And I'm so much more patient and nurturing and loving. And so what I mean by that is, is that we all have a gift with certain ages and certain groups. And that's why it takes a village. Okay. And so you have to receive help because you're not going to be the best person all the time. Just because they're, they're your own children doesn't mean that this season that they're in is your specific great best season. And that's why other people are here to help you and support you. And that's why there's this connection. Um, there's this book, oh man, I'm going to forget the name of it now. I think it's called talks with God. Um, and I was talking with a girl and she was, she was talking about how she had read this book and how she was talking about actually there that in the book, they're bringing up this theory as far as, as a culture that, you know, we should really be our, 
our children should be raised more raised by people who are more like in their fifties and sixties, because they have gone through all their seasons of life. And so they know like what season children need, but not necessarily just like that a six-year-old should be raising kids, but it's that, that we need to utilize our grandparents and our elders and those that are wiser than us to help raise our children because they help us in the seasons that we aren't mature enough yet to season our children in. And I was like, damn, that is what is up. That is real. Like, and that's more of like, if we could all focus on that and know that and not see ourselves as weak or judge ourselves or punish ourselves for that, but see like, Oh, you know what? This is the season that I struggle with and I need help with as a mom. And okay, great. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. And so that's part of recognizing that within our feminine too, is that we see that and we're not in competition of that. We're not trying to be this super mom, this over control micromanager, super wife. We're not struggling to receive. So if we can find that balance within our feminine, our masculine, then we can change honestly as a society and we can also receive more for us. So that also helps us receive more abundance in all areas of our life, not just in one area of our life. And again, going back to me as a, me as a single mom, when people would offer me help with that, I would push that off because I felt like they, that they were telling me like I couldn't do it on my own, that I needed to have help, but that was weak, right? And I wanted to be seen in my masculine still as independent uh, because that's the only time I had ever received success. And so what I mean by that is the only time that I felt like I was truly successful in my life was when I worked, worked in corporate because I had made so much money with that and I had so much quick success and any goal I achieved, I, I, any goal I set out, I achieved with that. And so part of my breaking down my belief system over the last few years has been for me to believe that success doesn't have to be my masculine and success doesn't have to be independent of that. And that's been how I've been creating my business and diving into that and working more in my feminine throughout that, right? But what I say that is that when we're alone for so long, we get so trapped in our masculine that also blocks us from trying to receive a relationship because then... The, the men that you end up attracting are going to be men who are stuck in their feminine because they can feel your, your masculine. And then you're going to end up taking care of the guys that you're dating, right? So you end up being the healer all the time. You end up being the one who is the caretaker all the time. So if this is you and you're like, oh my God, girl, you're speaking to me. Like all the dudes that I are mama boys or like I have to take care of them. I have to help them grow up. Yes, sis, because you're stuck in your masculine. And so you're attracting your feminine. So start to recognize that, right? And like start to break that because we as women want to be supported and taken care of and there's nothing wrong with that, but you can also be independent in that. And there's nothing wrong with that either. And same with men, like men need to be nurtured and cared for and also have to be independent and strong and masculine. So it's all of us combining that and creating that together. And so that way you can also attract who you're really wanting to try to attract and see those qualities within you. And so for me, that's been my experience, even within my relationship has been for me to learn how to be more in my own feminine. So I don't go back to the same old habits that I did when I was in my marriage where I showed up in my masculine. And I've seen that come up for me over these past few months. We moved in together. And, um, and so I've seen like where my masculine has come out and I've pushed away help or support, um, trying to be independent and trying to be like, I don't need you. Like I'm totally fine. But in reality, I totally need you and I need your support. And I need you just to hold me and let me cry and tell me I'm beautiful and give me some chocolate. And I don't want to feel like I'm too much if I go through my emotions or whatever that is. Right. And even just asking for help and being able to be okay to be supported and to be okay to say like, these are my needs. Um, because for so long, the only thing that I saw myself for was that I could be so independent and that I could get everything done. And that's all that my family would always praise me for. Like, oh, Stephanie, we just love that, you know, you're so accomplished and you can always get everything done. Like you're just so successful by yourself. And so that became like such an identity for me. And that blocked me from being able to be in my feminine. And so that's where I've been like working on that just a lot, being able to nurture that side of me and to allow that to come 
at full circle with that. And so just kind of finding that balance and being able to receive more support. And so I know if I struggle with that, my clients struggle with that, that you guys are going to be struggling with that. And like I said, as a society, we struggle with that. Right. Um, and that's what we're not taught to understand our emotional intelligence and understand our emotions. And that's more of us connecting within our feminine. And when we can connect within our feminine, we can also start to recognize where we need to create boundaries at for ourselves. So we don't overstep in our masculine and also how we can create boundaries for our feminine. So we don't get stay so stuck in our feminine that we can't receive in our masculine. And so there's power in recognizing both of those and practicing both of those and just learning more and more about that and seeing where you want that to be. Because like even in corporate, women bring connection and women bring collaboration and that's great where men are more independent and just want to get stuff done, but that's not always how that's going to work. And if you don't have open communication, nothing gets done, right? And so that's where the beauty of it too is where women help bring that connection and we want to talk about it. We want to communicate. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's believing in that and letting that come out. Um, and our masculine energy is a lot more assertive and it has more courage. It is more confident. And so if you can, if you're struggling with finding courage or trying or struggling to have confidence in yourself or to be more independent, then that would be where you'd want to focus more on your masculine and tap into that more and utilize that. Um, and so for me, I recognized for me that I had this like body armor on essentially where I was blocking myself from being able to receive out of thinking it was a weakness out of thinking if I'm more my feminine, I need, I need help, then I'm going to be weak. And so this is an exercise that I teach my clients and that I want to help you guys with is I hope, imagine that if you were just to kind of visualize for a moment, take a deep breath here for a second, just do a inhale and an exhale, make your exhale auditory. Okay. Now I want you to just do like a body scan. So I want you to think as if a, a beam is kind of going over your head and all the way through and down to your toes, okay? And I want you just to think as if it's slowly going down and just kind of check into where you might feel really tight, where you're not able to let go or surrender and ask yourself, like, where do I block myself from receiving and where do I have protection at? Um, this protection can be body weight even. We often, so if you're struggling to be able to receive and be able to attract the kind of right man that you want. Maybe you always attract different men that haven't, that you have to take care of. So you're always in your feminine, right? Um, or you're in your masculine, sorry. Then you may have blocked yourself because you're like, I don't want to deal with that anymore. And so maybe you've gained a lot of weight. And honestly, that's a protection tool, whether, whether you're realizing that or not. And that was one area that I did too within my marriages. You know, I gained like 90 pounds being pregnant and I recognize that that was part of a protection tool because I just didn't want to have the connection because I felt like I was in my masculine and I couldn't be supported and seen. And so I was trying to push him away with, through a protection tool of gaining weight. In reality, it didn't do that though, right? And so we have these different kinds of protection tools that we use. And often it's just this big chest plate above our heart saying that like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to share my feelings. I don't want to be in tune with my own emotions. I don't want to know what my needs are. And so you just block that forever. And you just been go, 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 distract, distract, distract. And so you kind of have to start chiseling at that. And that's really what I've had to do is just take that piece of armor off and put it down and say, you know what? Thank you. Like, I see what you've done for me here. You've helped me learn how to survive and you did serve a purpose and you helped me to be protected and you helped me for when I needed you. But I no longer want to live like that. I don't want to block myself from being open to receive and to create and to have abundance and to fill and flow. And so I'm going to move this chest piece and I'm going to put this down and I'm going to open up and I'm going to surrender and I'm going to be in flow and it's going to be beautiful. 
And what if, and if I need you, I'll come back to you and I'll pick you back up. Okay. But this is where I'm going to be at. And so what I invite you to do is just to think of that. I want you to, I want you to utilize that. Think of what body armor you have on and where is that at? Is that over your heart? Is it over your head? So maybe it's like more spiritual for you. Maybe it's over your throat. Maybe you don't allow yourself to speak your truth because you're so afraid that if you do, that you're going to be shunned or thought of as weak or like you're too afraid to practice what your needs are and say your needs. And so you're trapping that within your own feminine of that, right? And so start to ask yourself, like, how can I move this layer and how can I check in with what I my needs are? How can I be honest with that? How can I stop trying to have so much control? How can I stop trying to be so competitive? How can I just receive more and connect more and open up more and love more? And like, and you already know how to do that because you have intuition. And so then what I want you to do, your next step is I want you to close your eyes and I want you to ask yourself, like, what do I need? What is it that I need to connect with in my feminine? Is it movement? Is it dancing? Is it other women? Is it to let go of competition? Is it just to be seen by my husband? Is it to ask for help and support? Is it to say, I don't want to do this all alone. I actually want help. And there's nothing wrong with that. Is it, what is it for you? You know? And for me, it was being able to, to receive help and support, um, and to be able to be a team. And to be able to not say it's all on me to take care of everything and fix everything. Like I'll do it all by myself. I'll, you know what, just forget it. I'll do it. And I thought I even find me doing that, like with even my kids, like instead of having to sit and explain something, I'll just go do it. Right. And so when we do that, we're, we're stopping ourselves from being in our feminine to just connect and to talk and to hear and to communicate. And so that's the beauty of, if we can connect more to ourselves, we connect more to our intuition and you, you know what to do and how to do it when you do that. And it becomes so powerful. And the more that I connect to myself within my feminine, the more I create and the more I connect to others and the more I find within myself and with other people. And it's, and it's also where you can find forgiveness, like, and compassion for yourself and grace for yourself. And so some questions that you can kind of ask yourself is, you know, what, what do you need more of? Do you need more of your masculine or more of your feminine energy? Like, where are you struggling at with that? Um, do you need more of allowing? So more like receiving and allowing things just to kind of go as in the flow and surrendering, or do you need more assertiveness? Maybe you have a really hard time being assertive. Maybe you have a really hard time being confident. Maybe you have a really hard time getting things done. Okay. Then maybe you need to be more in your masculine start practicing that. And so being more around more of that kind of energy and people who are go, 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 who get things done, because that's going to help you practice more of that masculine. But for me, where I was already like that and people have always been like, Oh, you, you totally have like a masculine energy. And I never knew how to take that. I'm like, so are you saying I look like a man? Like, I don't know what you, what you want from me. I'm not sure what that means. Am I supposed to say thank you? And it was that I was more just there like, wow, like you just get stuff done and you're independent and like, I don't have to worry about you. And so that's what I associated myself with. That's what I saw myself as success. But like, in reality, I don't, I don't want to not be worried about, and I want someone to be by my side. I want someone to help me out. I want someone to take care of me and see if I'm okay. I want someone to help me. I don't want to have to figure it out on my, on my own. And it's even this last week, um, I did like a card reading and they were saying, um, I was like with a group of people and they were telling me like, it's okay. You can, um, like there's something that I wanted to focus on and work on. And I was like, but I don't, I don't want to do this alone. And they're like, no, it's okay. Like you, it's okay to do things alone. Like you're very strong. You're very independent. And I was like, no, I, I, I am, but I've lived in that for so long. And I don't want to, like I'm, I'm practicing being able to receive and I'm practicing support and not seeing that as weak. And that's been a really big block that I've been working on and removing and releasing, um, just kind of with my own, the way I grew up in my own perception, this is my own experience. This, this is, doesn't mean anything bad about my parents. Um, everybody's doing the best that they can do at the time that they have. Right. But my mom didn't work and I, and I love like, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. 
my mom took care of us and my mom loved being a mom. Absolutely. Like being a mom was like all she lived for. And for me, I couldn't identify with that. And so I, and I still don't identify with just being a mom. That's just one part of me. That's not all of me. That's just one area of my life that I get joy out of. Just like, I also love fitness, but that's not all of me. Like, so there's these different parts of me. Right. And that's how I associate being a mom. And my mom for her, was all being a mom. And so how I associated like feminine energy was all about wanting to be a mom and loving motherhood and embracing that. And so when I didn't see it like that, I started to shove down my feminine and started to think like, Oh, my mom's only like that because she doesn't work. And so she has to be taken care of by my dad. And that makes her weak. When in reality, that's so not true, right? So not at all. Like my mom took care of all of us kids, four kids, homeschooled us, took us to violin lessons, to Spanish lessons, to violin lessons, to every little activity possible, to Bible school, to every little thing, go, 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 taught us all she could and loved with us all her heart. Like that's the hardest job in the world. But I somehow associated that with like being weak because my dad took care of her. And so from that association, I took on this idea that I have to be independent in order to receive success because I didn't want success out of just being a mom. I wanted to set success other areas. And so from that belief system, I started to create, like you have to do things alone, like be independent. You have to make money, like be more like this. Don't ever get taken care of because if you are, that makes you weak and that makes you get stuck and that makes you get trapped and like all of these ideas, right? And in reality, I I want a team. I want connection. I want community. I want collaboration. Like, I don't want to have to just do things on my own. I want a partnership. And that's what I'm practicing right now in my relationship. And it's been so powerful and so beautiful, but it's also been so much of me undoing and unlearning some of these old habits that showed up for me. And it's from me recognizing how I started to view this belief system, where that even stemmed from and recognizing that's not even true and unlearning that. And recognizing how when I practiced in that, how that affected in my marriage and how that affected me as a mom and even with my friends, that was also like where my competition came into play. And I see that now with women so much, right? Um, but I see that too with like, so with in my group coaching where they're all trying to build these courses and stuff, they get all stuck on it's not enough, like this achievement, I have to do this, this and that. And that's like being stuck on masculine rather than just being creative and bringing collaboration and women help each other be seen. They help each other see their, what their beauty is. They help them see through their own intuition and to help them see their gifts. And that's the power in that. And so it's been just so powerful for me to experience that and help guide them through that and help guide myself through that and be able to be you know, more focused on being okay to surrender and let things go as they're supposed to go rather than go, 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 go. And just like control, 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 you know? So, and also like our masculine energy is more like single focus where our feminine energy is all over the place focused. And we need to have that guys are really good at getting one thing done at a time. And women have a conversation just like this podcast has been all over the place. Right. But that's how we think that's how we process. And so there's beauty in that too, is that when you're in your feminine, you can actually get more done because you're all over in creation and it all kind of flows together. Um, and so ask yourself some of these questions, like, do I speak up for myself or am I too afraid of that expressing my needs? Because I feel like that's weak and that's part of my feminine and where did that belief system come from? Where did I watch that? Well, how did I view other women? How did I view being helped? How did I view asking for support? What, what was that taught like for me? And then asking yourself what that is for you now, like what you want that to be, because whatever experience you grew up with or whatever experience you have up until this point, you get to choose what experiences you want going forward. Like, is, is that serving you? If not, you get to choose to let that go. Like for me, 
was that idea and that belief system serving me that, you know, asking for help and being in your feminine and being supported and taken care of and having a partnership made me meek? No, it's not. That didn't serve me. And that also got me in a divorce, right? So like, I need to make sure that I'm constantly recognizing that, tapping into that and fixing that so I can have success, not just in a career, but also in my relationship because my masculine served me so well in my career and, and it did. And it taught me so much. And that's also like with the knowledge that I have to teach others and how I can help them create their businesses and I can help them see what's possible for them and I can help them get things done. Like that's, that's one of my favorite qualities about me is I don't have fear and I have courage and confidence and I help other people see what's possible for them too. But what I want to love about me, what I'm loving about me is how I can ask for support and how I can have a partnership and how I can have a team and how it doesn't have to be all me and how I can help rely on other people and bring connection. And how, when I do that, it also is a gift to others to help them be seen and help them see their brilliance. And so it's just this really powerful mix of masculine and feminine. And I think it's, it's constantly, constantly working and constantly learning that and seeing both sides and seeing the, the good sides of both. Right. And like bringing that balance together with that. And so that's what I really just want to invite you guys to do is just to recognize the beauty of both masculine and feminine and see where maybe you feel the most imbalanced and how you can work on that and just how you can allow yourself to receive more and how you can allow yourself to get into flow more. And it doesn't have to be so rigid, you know, um, like getting more creative. So like allowing your feminine energy to create and create with other people, um, and have like gentleness and softness and collaboration with that and get more to with your own intuition. Like let yourself sit so you can hear yourself. Like that's the other part of the, of why our, as a society, we're so trapped in our masculine is because we're so go, go, go oriented that we can't just sit and we can't just hear ourselves. So we can actually heal ourselves. We can't get silent enough to hear what we actually need. And that's the beauty of the feminine is it allows you to slow down so you can hear yourself, so you can connect to yourself and connect to your intuition. So you know what you need to do. So you know where to go. So you know what you need to heal. So you know what you need to, what we need to feel. Right. And it's so beautiful in that, in that expression, in that journey. And so if you're struggling with that, I invite you to do some meditation, to sit with that, to start to journal about that, to start to exercise that feminine power more often, get more in tune with your intuition. And when you feel that gut feeling, practice it, use it, you have that feeling for a reason. You, you have that instinct. It's a gift within you. So utilize it as much as you possibly can. Um, and getting back out in nature. So like I said earlier, like mother nature, right? Well, get in nature because she will help you bring out your feminine, okay? And ground yourself. So walk out barefoot. Go just be outside. Even though it's winter outside and it's snowing, get outside for five minutes and like connect with yourself. And that's why, why nature is so healing is it reconnects you with you, right? And as you have heard me say multiple times now, our feminine brings connection and collaboration and beauty. Well, when you're outside, don't you feel connected to everything? Don't you see beauty everywhere? Don't you just feel peace? don't you aren't you able to slow down like do you see like yourself I mean maybe you do run through hikes but if you're just like on an actual hike like you're casually hiking and you're looking at everything and you're surrendering and you're in flow right and so that's the beauty of our feminine with that so practice with practicing within that um, yoga is really great for getting in your feminine, um, practicing, and you can even eat like more oranges and also learning how to receive. So if you're having a hard time receiving, like practice receiving, practicing, thank you. I say, bless you. Whenever somebody gives me a compliment, I'm like, bless you. Thank you. Because if you can see that in me, you can see that in you, right? So start learning how to receive that. And also that will help you open up your own abundance field to receive help and support. And even from your kids, like ask your kids to help you and support with that too. Like it, let them do dishes. Like that's support. Like it's all, we're all a team here right um and so just kind of i guess kind of in closing with that is 
really our feminine, and I'm going to, I'm going to deep dive on this for a couple more weeks, not specifically just about feminine and masculine, but just more about like emotional intelligence and more about our limiting beliefs and like where these beliefs come from and like how we can start to unblock those and break those and connect with ourselves more through that and forgive ourselves more through that. Like I told you guys, like how I found like the root cause of, of why I thought my feminine was weak and like, was even the truth of that? Like how I just saw my mom and how I identified with that. And, um, for some reason I felt like my need to survive meant to be my masculine, to always be independent. And and now I want to thrive. And I know that that comes in partnership and connection and communication and openness. And, you know, even in, if you're trapped in your masculine in a relationship, you aren't going to talk about what your needs are because you're going to feel like that's weak. You're not going to talk about your feelings or if your feelings are hurt or your expressions or your expectations, because you're going to feel like that's weak. But in reality, we all need to have that. Otherwise you can never really have a true partnership, right? Like that's even like, even on a business stance, like you can't hire someone and not tell them what their job is or the description or how they're going to get paid, right? Like they wouldn't know what to do or how to show up. So it's the same kind of thing. Like you couldn't, you can't be in a relationship with someone or even within yourself. Okay. If you don't know what you're expecting, if what you want to get done, what success is and how you're going to get paid. And that means like how you're going to love yourself and how you're going to connect to that. So stay able to be open enough with yourself so you can receive all that and you can connect with that and you can be your highest self. Your highest self is the mixture of both. And it's also knowing like what hat to wear and when to wear it and honoring both for both, not, not seeing one as weak or one as more, but the beauty of both and the power of both. And when we're in our feminine and we can just kind of put some of that masculine energy, that shield, that protection tool um, down, then we can really connect. And that's when abundance just flows. So I hope this has helped you. I hope it's brought you some insight. I would love to hear from you what this taught you, what this helped you with. If you want to know more about, um, we know more about working with me and more about coaching, more about feminine and masculine energy, please check out my website at www.coachingwithstephstef.com. And if you want to know more about my queendom coaching course, where I help you deep dive into who you want to serve, how you want to serve, what that looks like for you and how to create your own business. Um, as far as creating a different coaching online and stuff like that, I'd love to work with you and help you with that. My next queendom starts on January 7th. So if you're interested in that, go check out my website, how you can apply for that. Um, and other than that, just like keep being the best to you and keep showing up for you. If this episode brought you some value, I'd love it if you'd share it. Um, tell some other people to listen to it, help them subscribe. That helps me. That helps me spread this beautiful message out to the world. Tag me Instagram story. I'd love to share that with you and connect with you and ask you what your biggest takeaway was. Um, other than that, I hope you have the most blessed day ever. I love, love, love you. Thank you for being you. I see you go live the best life. Boo boo. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you would just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're fill on that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.